Hi, I'm Lisa of Two Sober Chicks, and this is a shot glass of recovery. I thought I'd talk about uh, the beginning of my journey in Alcoholics Anonymous. One of the things I struggled with for a long time was a negative attitude and outlook upon life, and this was prevalent way before I came to AA. Nothing ever seemed to be right, according to me. I was like Al Pacino in that movie where he describes God as an absentee landlord, Kevin. He's up there laughing at us. I was at odds with the job, my coworkers, my mother, my siblings, my girlfriends. Pretty much the entire world we lived in rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Gloom and doom, broken promises, and unfulfilled dreams were all I could see. People would call me a pessimist or a negative Nancy, and I would turn on them. And I would call myself a realist while pointing out that they were Pollyannas who had probably had everything handed to them on a fucking silver platter. I was the way I was because life had made me that way, damn it. When I reached the lowest point in what I called the pit of my life, I came to you people in AA for help. Drinking had stopped taking away the pain and in fact had started to increase my troubles tenfold. Alcohol, once the only spirit I thought I could rely on, was no longer a reliable friend. She had become more like a fickle mistress who had turned on me. My options were death or AA. And for a time, it was a difficult choice to make between the two. So I begrudgingly came to you folks for help. And again, my attitude was soured almost immediately upon arrival. You had slogans and sayings that somehow suggested the problem lay within me. And then you suggested that I needed to find a higher power because my way wasn't working anymore. Now, that was perhaps the deepest cut of all. Talk about rubbing salt in a wound. You said in order for me to get sober and to start to live a better life, I couldn't do it on my own and that there was only one that could help me. That one was God? Fuck my life, I thought. Later, I would learn about the steps, and on top of my resentment list would be that God of my parents' understanding. That God that society, my church, my family had told me all I needed to know about growing up. That God didn't sound like the loving parent or protector, provider or forgiver that you all talked about. So my sponsor said, it's a God of your understanding, Lisa, not a God of their understanding or your past. Just think about it for a minute. Maybe all you have been taught about a God by fallible human beings is off or wrong. What is the God of your understanding? With a fresh set of eyes and a new understanding of that power greater than myself, everything changed. Here was that open mind you people talked about once again at work in my life. Without it, where would I be today? It was the actions of keeping an open mind and being willing to try things that I didn't believe would work that changed how I see life and inevitably changed my life as a whole. As I began to seek a relationship with that power, I began to see the world with new eyes and how that power had been blessing me my entire life. Gratitude began to replace the fear and negativity born of self-sufficiency. I saw that the world was full of people helping people and doing wonderful things, not the oppressive world portrayed in the news, which I no longer watch. Every need I have was actually being met. Maybe my wants weren't always being fulfilled, but that's not really God's job. And I started to see how I could make the world a better place, from home to work to the community I live in. 
I am surrounded by such opportunities daily. And as long as I persist in seeking to grow spiritually and to see what I can do for others, the gratitude continues to outgrow the darkness. And it's not enough to know that life is good. I need to take action, lest I revert to the negative. It is, for me, a daily walk, not a permanent fix. Challenges have become a way of showing God's power at work in my life. So I've learned in God's world, even difficulties can be seen as blessings. My enthusiasm for my own continual spiritual growth, for AA and newcomers, as well as my fellows, is a direct reflection of the fruits of my labors and continued action taken in this program, 24 hours at a time. If you want to change in your life, you have to suspend your disbelief in the things that you think are impossible. Remember, we once thought that getting sober, living a life without alcohol, were impossible feats. And look at us now. I'm Lisa from Two Sober Chicks, and this has been a shot glass of recovery.